Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. This is your host, Zoe Komar. This week's episode is sponsored by Sweet Temptations in Grand Haven, Michigan. Sweet Temptations has been serving treats locally for more than 20 years. The family-owned business is proud to be a sponsor of the Share Chair Podcast. Wizbang Training is also a sponsor of the Share Chair Podcast. Wizbang Training helps independent store owners master the 11 essential business skills they need to run a successful store. Wizbang Training is proud to be a sponsor of the Share Chair Podcast. And now we get into it. I am sitting here with Angela. Is it Tran? Tran. That's what I thought. With Angela Tran, who is my student from two years ago she was in my honors english 10 class and was supposed to be taking an independent study with me this year we had this she had this whole class planned out and it was going to be really cool um we maybe talk about that in a second uh and unfortunately covid reared its ugly head once more (laughs) and put the kibosh on that so we weren't able to work together which would have been a delight but we love many of the same things we share an interest in books and people and learning and she's just always impressed me with her thoughtfulness awareness vulnerability and incredible ability to connect in meaningful ways with everything that we're doing and so i asked her to be my final um 2020 2021 share chair interviewee and come to find out because she's a virtual learner this year so I thought of her initially but it's hard when we're not in the same place and so I messaged her about doing this and she said oh that's funny I was gonna email you because I've been I I stumbled across and I've been listening to all of them and she's really into it so it's a great (laughs) little bow to to pull all of this stuff together so you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, Angela? Oh, yeah. So first, thanks for having me. My thanks pleasure. For inviting me. Thanks for coming. Um, so my name is Angela, as Mrs. Dean mentioned. <laughs> um, I'm a senior at Grand Haven High School this year, but I'm taking my classes from home. Um, I don't really know what else there is to say. Um, I work at Jimmy John's. Nice! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> uh, there's a lot more than that, but we can we can get into all of that stuff too. So how has this year been for you? I guess we'll start with right now, like virtual learning and you seems like a strange thing because you love the classroom and yeah. being with everyone. And um, It was like definitely an adjustment just because, as you said, I really like love to be in school and I love to talk to people and interact and being online there's really not that aspect of it and it's definitely a lot more student-led and independent which is something I was not anticipating at Mm -hmm. first but um, overall I like it you know I would obviously prefer to be at school and to have I guess the schedule or like the year that I had planned, but obviously the pandemic happened. For your senior year. Yeah, but it's just trying to look on the positive side about it, you know, and I've been able to spend some more time with my little brother because he's also at home Mm. and like, you know, help him with his schoolwork often when he's like a few months behind at a time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, A few months behind, (laughs) oh gosh. Yeah. (laughs) 
yeah, but overall, I think it's been a very um, eye-opening experience, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's definitely just taught me to take things in stride, you know, and just to always, I guess, make the most out of a situation, so. So what have you gotten out of it? Um, you know, I definitely think that, like, it's made me be a bigger advocate for, like, myself and also just, like, being willing to be uncomfortable because, like, you have to be willing to ask questions and all that stuff because the way that online is set up is that the lessons are there for you pre-made and your teachers are there to support your learning, which is, like, uh, really different from how it would be in the classroom where you're getting your information from the teacher and so when I don't understand something normally like that's something that someone else would ask in a classroom and I just kind of sit back and observe but mm -hmm. like online it's a little different because it's just you have to ask for yourself and you kind of have to be there to like keep yourself in check and that kind of thing and also just I don't know I just guess that learning online has taught me to be like more mindful I mm. guess because it's like it takes out a lot of my day being at a computer all day and so I've been trying to like balance technology with like leisure time because it's like it's really easy to pick up your phone during class and like scroll through social media for a few or like <laughs> a couple hours you know <laughs> um but you know, I just like been trying to find new hobbies outside of like technology just to like step away for a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, recently picked up crocheting, so yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so I just been trying to like figure that stuff out and also kind of be a help to my parents and like my little brother because my parents are working all day, so it's just kind of me and him pretty much. Mm -hmm. So. Have you yeah. gotten closer with him through all of this then? Um, yeah, like, I think he's grown up a lot since, like, I don't know when, but just, I guess, since, like, the whole pandemic started, mm -hmm. and, like, we've really gotten close, and, like, we're able to joke around, and, like, he's a really, really funny kid, so it's just, like, good to see that side of him, and, like, I don't know, just, yeah. Overall, like, I'm very grateful that, like, we've had this time to, I guess, reconnect and just again be intentional about our relationships with each other and that kind of thing so yeah you put that beautifully I found that to be true too it's been so nice to just pause mm -hmm. and say like and we have teenagers yeah you know my daughter's a year younger than you and it's like this would never have happened mm -hmm. in any other scenario we work we run around we worship at the altar of busy, you yeah. know, we try not to, it's, you, you got to do that stuff. And then when all of that happened, I thought the best thing that could come out of this is that you realize what's important and, it, mm -hmm. and, and that is, there's a place for that, but it's also critical that we find ourselves and our relationships and prioritize those and, and slow down a little bit and be together because we'll never have this opportunity again. And yeah. What a gift that is. Mm -hmm. Definitely agree with you on that. Just uh, definitely with like the whole pandemic happening, I think it's reevaluated my priorities. And I don't know, like I'm sure you probably like recognized this back when I was like a sophomore, but like school is my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And like literally I would go home and like the first thing I would think about was like homework or like studying and <laughs> all this stuff. But now it's like, 
I'm more relaxed about it and like I know that school is not like the end all be all of everything and I'm glad that it's like I've realized this now right before heading into college because I think that like a school will always be there but like the relationships that you have with like people that you care about won't be mm-hmm. and I think it's important to think about what's permanent and what's not and really like nothing really is permanent you know and like things happen so fast and like things can change in like a matter of moments and so it's just I don't know it's just important to like know what's important and mm-hmm. I feel like after the whole pandemic happened I have a better understanding of what that is and like that's mm-hmm. like my family and people I care about and just like being a person that they can depend on you know so mm-hmm. that's a huge thing that that's I huge yeah I was thinking that whole time, huge, 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 Mm -hmm. huge, huge. And I bet your family is so grateful too. And it's not just that they depend on you, but they see you. You seem more balanced. Yeah. And has it made you more efficient in in some ways too? Um, As a student or? I I honestly think so because it's like sometimes I feel like I put a lot of effort towards like school and like while I still do, I also, like, don't break down crying because I don't understand something. I'm Mm -hmm. just kind of, like, let it go and we'll figure it out, you know? And it's just, like, obviously school is still very important to me, but, like, it's not something that, like, I would break down crying over, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's, like, something that's a complete 180 from who I was even, like, before the pandemic started Mm because I remember, like, we took a trip, like, before the pandemic happened and... On that trip, I didn't have any time to do my homework, and <laughs> I was, like, so nervous. I, like, the day I came home, I pulled, like, an all-nighter and, like, caught up on all of my work, and then, like, that was when the long documentary paper was also due, and, like, did that in, like, a weekend, <laughs> and it's just, like, the only thing I did, and, like, I would have come out of my room and that kind of thing, so I just, like, know now that that was just kind of, like, way too overboard and way too ridiculous to expect out of like a 16 year old girl and Mm -hmm. literally anyone at all let Mm -hmm. alone like regardless of who they are so yeah I don't know I just think that it's like obviously you can have passions for something and care about things deeply but at the end of the day it's just like you have to know what's important to you and Mm -hmm. you have to know that some things come before others and to me that's like my family and the people I care about and just maintaining those relationships with them and you know putting them before everything else that's like a huge thing in my life is just choosing them above everything else so that's so wise that is the most important thing and the other things shake out like it ends up working out you would have written that paper Mm -hmm. You know, if you needed to in half the amount of time, if you just step away, sometimes you, you almost re- rededicate yourself and are more effective and impactful by by putting on your own oxygen mask first, yeah, I guess, definitely. as they say. Last day of school, 10th grade year, and you came in, and I, I always am weird on the last day because I don't like transitions, and yeah. I don't like saying goodbye. I don't... I just don't like it. Yeah, no part of it. I'm glad yeah. it's summer, mm-hmm. but but I'm not in summer mode yet. I'm yeah. just still in the like clutching to my kids and t- tired and stressed and like. Yeah. And you came in to say goodbye, and while I was in that headspace and presented me with this lovely little gift, and I think you were a little nervous that. Yeah. That was weird. That was you in tenth grade a little bit too, though. Mm-hmm. 
and I opened it and and you're like open it up and and I and I opened the book and it said I can't remember what the what the comment was but it was from it was signed by Cheryl Strayed and I just was floored like is this for real Angela what are you doing why are you and and I did I yeah well I didn't ball but I was like overwhelmed with emotion because it was about the the perfect gift for that moment mm-hmm. of how complex my feelings are at the end of a school year. Yeah. You know, I pour everything mm-hmm. into this and I love it so much in your class is so special to me. And that year teaching you guys was amazing. Yeah. And then you give me the book that I recommended to you <laughs> that I recommend to so many. And it's all about compassion, radical compassion. Yeah being your best self and it in the letters people write about how isolated they feel and and lost and then she always helps them see what they're capable of and what they can do in every letter and it's what we do here you know I think like that's part of like the reason because I was like like I've said this before and like I'll say it a million times and like it'll still be true like the millionth and one time <laughs> but like seriously like your class and you just like completely changed my outlook on life and like I literally like still always think about that last like lecture that you gave us a couple days before class about just like being compassionate and like showing us the like um, like this is water video and like oh, I love I, that one and I just like still think about all those things like now and like all the lessons that I learned in your class are ones that I continue to take with me just because it's like I always think about how you challenged us to become like compassionate people every single day and like more so than the day before that and like everything that we read in class like it always had that central theme of like being compassionate and like being having empathy for other people even when you don't believe that you like share that with them or like share an experience with them you know Mm -hmm. and I think that that was like a huge thing that I needed to learn at that point in my life just because it's like before then like I obviously like would have liked to think of myself as like a nice person you know and that kind of thing but just like your class and just like everything that I learned that year just like made that even more so and like kind of augmented that and kind of like reinforced that belief in me that like every person is capable of compassion and is capable of like being loved and receiving love and like that kind of thing and so I just thought that like tiny beautiful things was like such a nice gift to give to you just because it's like you know the same way that dear sugar brought that out and those people who like requested her advice without even like knowing who she was or like who was behind the dear sugar column it's just like that's just what you were to us and I feel like you're that to like a lot of people mm. so yeah I just I don't know just it's how it's I always appreciate so much when people say those things but it's not you know it's not me it, it never is it's 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 what I've learned that seems helpful. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that together 
Like I gain just as much from you guys. It feeds into all of it. I'm just a little further down the path because I'm older. <laughs> but I was looking. I've been looking for stuff like that my my whole adult life. I don't really like know what I really want to do with my life. And obviously I don't think that I'm in any position to make that decision right now as like a 17 year old girl who like can barely drive on the highway by herself. <laughs> um, but like, I just like, you know, I want to do something that is like fulfilling and like gives back, you know? And yeah. that's like a huge thing in my life is that I want to like live a life of service to others. And yeah, I just have yet to figure out in like what capacity that is, but that's kind of the plan for now. So you can do that in every yeah in every capacity. Mm-hmm. I think living a life of service because I'm I'm similarly motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel good unless I've given. Yeah, you know, I want to be exhausted at the yeah. end of the day from giving and then take for myself. I have learned to do that. Yeah, because I can't get up again the next day and and work like that unless I lay on the couch for a while yeah. or I'm self indulgent. But you can do that. I mean, you'll find that in the next part of your journey, the doors will open. Things yeah. will kind of come to you, as you said in the beginning. Like, it, it's going to happen for you. What are you looking at? Honestly, I'm not really sure right Is now. Is college in the future? Yeah. Like, okay. I've been to GRCC for the, like, okay. the next couple of years. So I'll still be around town. Um, just hopefully, like, I'll be able to get my, like, gen ed credits out of the way and, like, maybe gain some like greater clarity into what I want to do before Mm -hmm. I like head to like a bigger school um but yeah I don't know that answer yet but but I'm just kind of like waiting for like that one thing that just like lights me up you know Mm -hmm. like that makes me want to like continue that for like the rest of my life so yeah that's like that lights me up I love that like I mean did you have like a moment where like you just like knew that you wanted to be like a teacher? I wouldn't say it was a I haven't had a moment. Yeah. I had a series of moments where the you know to to use your analogy like the path was lit yeah. briefly. Um I this isn't an interview of me, but <laughs> I there were times where I was proceeding kind of blindly and learned to trust that a door would open and a mentor would step along and would say, "Here, let me show you this and let me show you this and I've had a few people in my life that have kind of believed in me and and ushered me forward I didn't think I could be a teacher I know I <laughs> that seemed really hard and and huge yeah um so I thought it would be something smaller you know and then it was like okay I'm at MCC two years here and I'm kind of not really sure and then when I transferred to Grand Valley I had a friend a boyfriend that said just write down education. You have to declare a major when you're a junior. And I wrote it down, and I remember I remember that moment of writing education on the line and thinking, I don't know yeah. how to do this. Like, only special people are teachers. I'm not a special person. I don't belong here. I'm a fraud. But we'll see. And then it became, there's a mantra that kind of comes up for me over and over, and it's that, People dumber than me can do this. Yeah. You know, I, I used to be scared of so many things. And I had to say to myself, like, people dumber than me can fly on a plane, can figure out an airport, can, you know, take a new job, can declare an education major. And I kind of say, like, if, if other people can do this, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, but that was my insecurity, yeah. you know, and it, that's not yours. Yeah, I can definitely, like, relate to that, you know, just, like, feeling like a fraud. I think that's, like, a huge thing in my life as well. It's just, like, feeling like an imposter because, like, you know, like, I really don't believe that, like, I'd be here without, like, the people in my life. And, mm-hmm. like, they've been, like, a huge support system for me. But, like, sometimes, like, it's kind of hard to, like, believe that it's, like, you got here on your own, like, with your merits and, like, that kind of thing, because it's, like, I literally, like, spent the months leading up to, like, my U of M decision just being, like, oh, I'm not gonna get it, like, there are literally people way smarter and way better than me who get rejected, so, like, who am I to think that I would get in here, and then, like, it's just, it's just, like, that kind of thing where it's, like, that constant self-doubt that's, like, always in my mind of, like, oh, like, is this really for me or like oh am I actually like deserving of this or like because I always think that like there are people that are way more deserving of like the things that I get in my life that like just haven't been able to be afforded those opportunities Mm -hmm. or haven't been presented them and like it literally like I that's like kind of like the source of why I sometimes feel like a fraud or like an imposter in that sense it's just this like I don't like I don't deserve this, you know, and, like, mm. I think other people are much more deserving of it than I am, so, like, who am I to think that, like, this is for me, you know, so. I know. That's just, that's kind <laughs> I of. I totally know. Yeah. So, I've been kind of, like, trying to work on that, you know, just trying to, like, be more confident in, like, my abilities and that kind of thing, but it's hard, and, like, I try to, like, ask for help, you know, be vulnerable and just, go with the flow I guess Mm -hmm. you know take things in stride and that's really all I can do you know I like think I really like dedicated a lot of my life to trying to like be in control of everything and just now I know that it's just like things (laughs) no that's fine um things happen for like a reason thank Mm -hmm. you um things happen for a reason and like I know that, like, wherever I go, that's, like, where I'm supposed to be, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's, like, the only thing I really can control is, like, my perspective on it. Is that, like, am I really going to, like, make the most out of this? Or am I just going to, like, spend this whole time, like, regretting my decision to do this or this? Or, like, look back on how I could have done things differently? You know, like, the whole proof rock thing that we were talking about. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, he spent his whole life thinking about, like, should I confess my love or, like, profess my love? And then all of a sudden he looks back on his life with so much regret. And then it's just like, that's, I don't want to be proof rock. You know, I don't want to measure my life out with coffee spoons. Mm-hmm. So that's just like. Cool. Yeah, oh. that's just. That's, well, the Buddhists call it the way. And my mom calls it pooper, get off the pot. <laughs> <laughs> and they're kind of the same thing. Like you, sometimes you got to take action. And sometimes the. Sometimes the pooping, sometimes the earring is going all the way across the room. (laughs) Let's not forget it. Or it's that, uh, it's such a conundrum. I think about it a lot. Like, you have to take action. You have to do the thing. You have to, or nothing's going to come to you. But at the same time, when you step out out of it all... You gain that clarity, and that's the that's the fish thing, yeah. right? What was that called? The <laughs> this is water speech. They're sort of the opposite, huh? Yeah. Like proof rock is like I shoulda, woulda, coulda, didn't measured all my life at coffee spoons, but then you have um, David Foster Wallace saying, 
<laughs> I this is water. Yeah. What the hell is water? Yeah. You know, it's all around you. It's everything. It's mm-hmm. it's just stop and notice. Like this could be an incredible gift. And it's just the mundane. Like being able to stand in a line at the grocery store is an incredible privilege. Definitely. You know, driving five under the speed limit and being driven absolutely crazy because the person under in front of you is making you do that. All of this is the gift. Yeah. Like this is the water. Mm-hmm. Take a look around. But they're they're sort of weirdly contradictory yeah. to each it's other. Like trying, I guess like that's a lifelong struggle for everyone to find that balance, you know? It's just like, do I take action or do I just, like, let things happen, you know? Be at peace. I, like, I think trying to make up for that whole, like, being in control and being in that whole driver's seat era of my life. You know, I think that, like, letting go of most of the aspects of me Mm -hmm. has, like, been like eye-opening and it's also been like refreshing just because like I feel a lot more like balanced because of it. Yeah you needed that. I like yeah like as you said I like needed that in order to grow and like I still need that in order to grow and I like really still think that everyone is like on a lifelong journey of Mm -hmm. like trying to find themselves and trying to find what makes them tick and what makes them feel fulfilled and content and I'm like that same way and I feel like it's just something that you have to be able to like embrace even as like Mm -hmm. as you said like as a gift you know it's like not to be cliche or anything but it's like the journey not the destination Mm -hmm. and it's like something that I've been trying to like really embrace as like a mantra in my life it's like it is what it is you know and Mm -hmm. like whatever you can control you could have Mm -hmm. and like whatever you can't you can't and that's just the end of it you know so that's alcoholics anonymous the prayer for serenity let me know what it is that i need to do now and let me let go you know help me let go of the of the rest i really botched it but that's the general (laughs) idea i think think we heard on like Grey's anatomy or something It's all of these things are the existential, it's the existential center of what every human being who is trying to grow eventually has to figure out, you know, do I, how do I lean into this, you know, lean in, there's another cliche, right? Like, how do I, how do I lean into this and figure out what I need? Where do, what can I control and what do I need to let go of in order to be better? Nick in The Great Gatsby. Yeah. I don't know if I was talking about that with you or with the kid. Okay. He says, I'm too old to lie to myself. Yeah. Like, it's time to... Yes, yeah, we, we did talk about like, that. We're circling around from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <again>. It's like, <laughs> back to like the whole Gatsby thing, you know, I think it's like Nick and Gatsby had like a very important relationship where it's like Nick needed Gatsby's idealism a little bit, you know, because like in the beginning of the novel, I don't know if like you think this, but like I kind of like saw Nick as like a nihilist almost. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And it's like, whereas like, Gatsby, you know, he was like consumed by his idealism. Yes. And it's like, I love that. There's just like, there's that exchange that needed to happen. And like, I think that's true with any relationship is that like everybody has something to learn from everyone else. And like, you just, you can't come into anything with expectations, you know, because it's like those moments where you're not expecting anything is like, mm-hmm. that's kind of like where things happen, you know? It's mm-hmm. just like, I like wouldn't be who I am now if it like weren't for the people that I've met in my life and the lessons I was able to learn from them and like vice versa you know just being able to like 
talk about who I am with other people and like them kind of reciprocating that. I think that's like a huge thing, you know, is just like the importance of like being human and like always coming into it with like the belief that people's stories deserve to be heard. And, awesome, yes. And I think that's like a huge thing is that like everybody has a story that deserves to be heard. So yeah, that's just kind of... It brings us full circle to the beginning. Yeah. And it's so true. Like our stories matter. Chimamanda... Ngozi Adichie's speech, um, The Danger of a Single Story. Yeah, I think I've read that a the, couple times. Yeah. It's like the one that, I think... It's a TED Talk, um, and it's a speech she's written, too. But She's, she's like, the author of, like, um, Why Everyone Should Be a Feminist, mm-hmm. right? It's the same author. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's so, amazing. Mm-hmm. She's another one that you listen to her, and you're like, oh, I wish I could talk like that. <laughs> yeah. But that speech, when she's talking about, what if you, what if you also knew this about Nigeria or this about my, you know, hairdresser or this about the boy down the road. Like just think how much richer our stories would be and the empathy and the compassion would not be a problem anymore. There's more than one story to to all of us. Mm -hmm. And finding that is, is where our strength is. And the sooner we do that, the better off we'll be. Definitely. We'll save our, our souls. Definitely agree with that. All right. Any final words? just think that it's been great to be here and talk with you so thank you for having me again it's my pleasure i have missed these conversations so much you know i appreciate you and respect you mightily i think you have no idea how much i mean you give me a lot of credit but you deserve all of the credit i I, it's it'd be a vacuum without (laughs) you guys here and i'm just along with you you know we're traveling down the road together and it's pretty cool it's sacred, yeah. you know, and I appreciate it so much. I think this is a beautiful way to end this year. Yeah. I really have enjoyed being your teacher and learning from you. And so I thank you sincerely from my heart. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Shared Share Podcast. Here's a message from a few of our sponsors. Mike Rose Landscaping and Irrigation provides professional services throughout all of the Lakeshore and West Michigan. Mike Rose is proud to be a sponsor the share chair podcast make sure to tune in to next week's episode